This is Show Me Today. The Missouri legislature is focused on teachers recruiting them, retaining them, and paying them adequately. State Senator Rusty Black is back with a bill that aims to help teachers out this session. Anthony Morbeth has more. Teacher pay. It's been a heavily discussed subject in the Missouri legislature for years. It's been a priority of Governor Parsons as well, raising the teacher pay. Talk to me about that and its importance. Yes, certainly. And and, uh, Senate Bill 1163 is the cooperative work with uh, Representative Ed Lewis from Mount Immobile as well. When I was in the House, we... uh, we discussed and cussed a few times back and forth various things, and Representative Lewis does a good job of doing this, and we spent time together this summer. Really, last year this bill was put together. So he was over in my office, et cetera, and we were discussing what things to do, and I I told Representative Lewis I sure wanted to file this bill this year, so it was on both sides of the building to see if we could go forward. So with that being said, the minimum salary part is an important issue. You know, it gets a tremendous amount of press. Probably if we go in and dig, there's different places in the state, certainly suburban areas where minimum salary is not the discussion uh, within the school district, causing, causing teachers to leave a school district. But for sure, many rural parts of the state, it is a very important discussion. And then when you report, you know, you report off of some national service that did some kind of survey, and whenever Missouri has $25,000 written in statute, and that's what that survey, the data they looked at, what was statute minimum was, it even brings a, a larger spotlight, negative spotlight, to the state of Missouri on teachers. And in your discussion, you know, I really do believe Governor Parson probably has brought this to the forefront because he's been willing to go down this uh, road to look at teacher salary where probably other chief executives, this has been not something that they wanted to highlight or it's not been a focus of those. So all that being said, yes, this bill will do that. And it's originally written for the $38,000 that is really where minimum teacher salary now it is probably in the state because of a grant program that the governor began. And at the state of the state, the governor increased that, or at least put in the budget that he wanted to try to get it to $40,000. Of course, there's a state program that helps fund a portion of it. The local school districts still have to buy in and fund part of it. But uh, I would imagine as we go forward, we'll, we'll probably look at changing that base in the bill, which will be in statute from 38 to 40. But I don't believe that decision's been made, but certainly been talked about. So the bill would increase the minimum teacher's salary from twenty five to $38,000. And I think it's worth highlighting grant-funded programs. So these aren't permanent, right? The Funding mechanism, uh, I guess the extra incentive the state has provided to local schools has been a grant system that if a school decided they were going to go from wherever they're currently at on their salary base to the 38000 the state of Missouri would pick up, and this is horrible, I don't remember what, 75 or 80% of that. Well, a year ago, when we passed a budget, we had enough money we put in the budget in this line item to cover the full amount. Schools didn't have to come up with any match. 
So as you just said, that's a line item in the state budget. You know, each budget is only one year long. So I understand those decision makers, whether it's the administration of the school district plus the board members, you know, that they've got a risk level with this that they've got to count on people like me to make that out. If if thing all things fall apart in the state budget wise, where will legislators and governors cut? And they've got to trust that this won't be the first place we go to gain the ten dollars. And we anybody that's worked in a business, I taught school for thirty three years. My agriculture budget, ag program budget, guess how long that thing lasted? One year. When the superintendent sent to my administrator, the administrator divided it out. And it ended up with me. I had categoricals inside my budget that I had to keep track of. And I only knew that that budget was going to last one year. And I've had cuts to my budget up to 20, no, up to 33% one year. And there's been years they were really nice, gave me an extra $5 in my budget. So I do understand as decision makers, I've been in that case before that uh, saying something is permanent uh, as we know in a state budget is is hard for anybody to guarantee that they've just got to trust that the legislature is going to do their best to continue to fund this grant program and hopefully we get to the point where sometimes schools don't need the grant program they've got to the point where they can manage it in the budget uh, the state's also fully funding the transportation categorical which especially for rural schools, it's important for all schools in the state, but especially rural schools, that transportation full, being fully funded that uh, less than, I think four years ago, was only funded at 18 or 20% of what statutory required was horrible. Now that that full funding there, it's freed up funds that the schools were using from their local taxes to pay for the buses, bus drivers, repair buses, et cetera. It's opened up that fund hopefully to help them with some of this salary. Senator, I think there's the other side of this that needs discussing, not just salary, but recruitment and retention. And uh, that's also a a state scholarship program with which students can receive for up to two years. But I think the, the, the point I'm trying to make here is the fact that there's the issue of paying the teachers appropriately and compensating them for what they do. But then there's also a means of how can we find more teachers in the state as well as keeping them. That, that is true. And within the Senate Bill 1163, you know, there, there's several different components there. There is no silver bullet for this, is what I believe. It's just going to all of a sudden we have all kinds of people going into education. Every position's filled with a staff member that has years and years' experience. It's going to take a while. It took us a while to get to this point, take a while to get back. And you've talked about inside here. There's a there's a grant program or scholarship program to try to motivate people, uh, especially people that have went to school, were trained in some other area, and now they're thinking about, well, I may want to be a teacher, and it's a skill-up scholarship to help them get some of those requirements out of the way so that they can go into the schools and begin teaching, get some of the education paid for. You also probably look through there. There's some differentiated pay opportunities for school boards if they want to do that because those really hard-to-staff positions within each and every school, trying to find somebody with special anymore. I know people tell you every position's that, but if we have uh, 
special education, certainly some place that's hurting, math and sciences are really hurting. It would allow the school to kind of do something that's not been allowed in our state for years, and that is to pay those uh, positions a little bit higher off of a salary schedule that all of us old teachers like I have been used to to try to get people to look at those areas or even switching in those areas. Maybe get an ag teacher to go back and skill up a little bit and change over and become a special ed teacher or math teacher, science teacher to fill those positions. And we're going to have to, I believe, we're going to have to allow schools to do that. And then that, that hard to place in school systems, uh, people normally automatically think of an urban core. People don't want to go there. But as somebody represents 19 rural counties, you know, we don't we can't get healthcare, trained healthcare professionals don't want to come to this rural area and live. They want to live suburban, urban in our state. So moving to even Chillicothe to me, Chillicothe is a big city the way I grew up. I was born in a place called Amazonia, you know, probably doesn't have two hundred and fifty people in anymore. But people don't want to move out here. Well, that's the same, same truth in education. They go to college. They get trained in this area. And they have fun being in a more populated area. And what? They, they don't want to come back up here and live in one of these 19 counties. So we've got to remember that uh, finding faculty in rural school districts is also difficult. And this Senate Bill 1163 does allow us to look at it in that way as well that it's helpful for the district that I represent. And if you're just tuning in late or if you want to hear more, be sure to subscribe to Show Me Today wherever it is you get your podcasts. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.